The song Reckless Love has been a hot topic for many worship leaders and theologians debating on whether the word reckless should have been in there, and someone finally has gone and did their own version with the word sovereign. Jesus Wannabes on the Grace and Full Podcast. Thanks for listening to Grace in Full. Unfortunately, this song is removed due to copyright issues, but you still get to hear the backstory from Jesus Wannabes and hear where they're going. I hope you enjoy this, and be sure to check out their Facebook um, after the episode. Just a quick big thank you to faithcast.com for putting us on their directory. If you want other great Christian podcasts from politics and sports to sermons, check out faithcast.com. Podcasts to help you keep the faith. So talk me through what the the thought process was on um, the original lyrics and making it your own um, and how you got to that point? Um, so it basically started um, more so in a, in a church setting, as in um, me and my wife, the music at the church will help with that. And... Um, well, to give Corey credit, I think the, the song musically is amazing. It's yeah. super catchy. It's a really good song musically. And um, so, I don't know, we thought about, we we heard and, of course, immediately, you know, got the red flag and I was like, wait, something's wrong with these lyrics. And also with kind of the focus of the lyrics, not just the word reckless. Um, and so we kind of tried to, you know, we tried to work with the lyrics and, and create a version that we thought was more appropriate for a worship type setting, congregational setting with the church. And so that's kind of how it started. So it didn't even I, it didn't even start in kind of the metal type um, mm-hmm. uh, alternative rock, whatever uh, genre it, it was. So it didn't have the rap part. It was just all the tweaking and it didn't it didn't say sovereign. Actually, it was it's uh, we it, it said wondrous. Oh, okay. Um, and so we just we just did it that way, and um, and 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 so, but the the goal was, how can I get uh, this song to be more about focusing on God, and less focusing on us, which we feel the 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 song, the original song, strongly um, dedicates uh, the lyrics to, which is kind of like emphasizing yes what god does for us but it leaves you more of a sensation of like look at how much i'm worth yeah how much uh, you know how much god wants to be with me he's even willing to you know cross the mount climb the mountains (laughs) all these amazing things to get to me yeah and that's i think every line isn't it um almost every line yeah yeah like is is how good he is to me yeah yeah um it's uh, it, the verses even back and forth from when, when I didn't feel like I was good enough. Uh, Jesus was good to me. He was kind to me. 
Um, I can see I could see that when I first heard it, I was I liked it until I started looking at the lyrics and listening. And a lot of people I knew um, just everywhere, really, on, on the Internet was saying how reckless was um, the wrong choice. And God has never been reckless. And um, yeah. I I remember thinking that reckless is not something that's um, a, a no go a for me when it comes to worship as far as. You know, can I describe God's love as reckless? Well, I think it could be if we're trying to just um, describe his love as unconditional almost. There there was no conditions. There was no bars hold uh, that he was, uh, you know, he didn't hesitate. And I think that's what Corey was going for. Um, but really for me, when it comes to worship, and, and like you were saying, I really noticed how... Um, a lot of it was was putting was even if it's even if it does talk about the unworthiness it still talks about just how it, it gives this elevated version of mankind it makes us mm-hmm. elevated as if god wanted us th- you know so much because we're special when in reality um god wanted us so much because he loved us because he created us. And I don't, I don't think it gives that aspect in the original of him loving his creation as it could, I guess. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it it seems like it's missing that, like it doesn't seem to touch on that part. Um, there was, uh, talked about that, the bridge, um, talking about the, the mountains climbing up in your song, of course, you mentioned it was taken down. So I don't know how, how y'all are going to figure out how to get that back up and out to the public. Um, but um, you changed a few lyrics in that, especially the... Um, I'm trying to remember what the original line is. No mountain, you come, uh, coming after me. Coming after me. That's yeah. the line. And that really shows that... I mean, I love the idea of God pursuing me rather than me pursuing him. But yeah. still... Uh, when it comes to a corporate worship setting, you changed it to, uh, I think it was God, you are my King. Um, yeah, how great, how great, you, how are great you are my King. So yeah. there's so much adoration and, and awe in that. I feel when you're praising and worshiping God, it's so much better to say, Oh, how great you are rather than, Oh, you came for me. Oh, you know, <laughs> so, um, talk like, how did you get from, you, you know, are you the worship leader at your church or just a um, musician or? Yeah. 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 Me and my wife are in charge of the, okay. the music at the church. Yeah. So how did it go from leading in a corporate setting to the metal kind of hard rock style? That is that just your genre of choice and you just uh, decided to do that or? Yeah. So, I mean, if you, if, if, if you've been uh, on the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. you see that only of we, we, well, now we only have one track up, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I grew up, um, you know, loving that genre and, you know, had my band and everything. So it's kind yeah. of just more of a, a passion towards that kind of music. Yeah. And um, I remember I heard some uh, like really good reformed uh, Christian hip hop uh, rap, rap, uh, rap artists Really, and I was just blown away. I was like, "Wow, I've never heard hip hop with such explicitly Christ-centered lyrics." Yeah, 
And, and that was kind of interesting for me. I was like, dang, what if I did something like that, but in a, in a different genre, which is the, kind yep. of my, my preference. Yeah. So, so I just, I, I did that whole, that did that Ephesians track. I think it was like, I loved that. I, lo- I just listened to that today because I've been listening to sovereign love the last couple of days. And okay. I listened to, uh, I think, is it Jesus Christ? Um, it's and it's just Christ. Yeah. Just Christ. Oh, I must, I, yeah saw it cross-eyed um yeah i i listened to it i i love the style like metal i don't know how you'd really subcategorize it but metal hardcore whatever it is that that is one of my personal preferences um and so i was sitting to it just jamming this is a really great song and then to know um i wasn't looking at the lyrics when i listened to it i was in the car but i could what I was catching was like, man, this is like the whole thing is all gospel centered, Christ centered theology in a metal song, which is awesome. Like I, I I really hope that you guys get some more music out and maybe find some, you know, your own music would be great, but I think it'd be really cool if you guys could find a way to, uh, safely post your own, uh, remixes i guess because i think it'd be fun to see more Uh, I'm, i'm a man of controversy and so for one when there's a debate or a um just a controversy like that between reckless and not reckless and i saw someone post sovereign and uh, I thought oh this is going to be good and juicy gossip you know for one but then also it was so much more satisfying to to hear the lyrics in that song and um to hear someone refer to salvation and sing about salvation as a um such a wondrous unexplainable type of love that a creator has, you know, for his people rather than just some Jesus savior who is doing something good. And I feel like in Christianity today, I don't know about, you know, I was going to ask you that. How, how do you look at reformed versus, you know, I hate to make it like split, but there's reformed and then there's other Christianity. And I always feel like almost everything in Christianity today is diminishing it. Whereas or diminishing whether it's God's power or his sovereignty or and elevating us, whereas reformed always elevates, you know, God and His sovereignty. Like, what is that like, and how do you view the two sides of it, if you will? Oh man, it's uh, <laughs> probably a lot to unpack there. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I think that. Um, I mean, it's not like I've studied much on the topic in regards sure. to kind of like the like what led or what brought the church to where it is in that sense. But yeah, I've I've and maybe I I've, can put it a different way, like okay, because um, I, I think there's probably people that don't understand reformed. So, like, what draws? I guess you could say, what draws you to reformed um, theology or reformed doctrine? And when you, when we're talking about like you were you know, looking at lyrics of songs, what draws you to that? Um, I don't know. I, Cause it, for me, I always feel that if I'm looking at, um, uh, whether it's a teaching or a song from like elevation worship or a song yeah. from Shane and Shane, I don't know if you listen to them, but I love Shane and Shane. <laughs> yeah. Two different Man. sides of, I mean, we're, it's all Christianity. It's all worship, but they're two different sides. And I feel like one of them is just different. So what, what kind of draws you, what's different about reformed than other, um, uh, the rest of Christianity today? 
yeah, for you um, personally? I think that there's there's a lot of stuff going on, and and, and not just you know not just this song, um, but there's a lot of kind of how do I make people feel that they belong, or how do I make people feel that God loves them, and how do I make people um, feel more welcome in the church? It's just kind of like mm-hmm. the seeker sensitive kind of mentality. Is like, yeah, let's make songs that don't talk about how sin how sinful we are let's make songs that just focus on god loving yeah um you know supernaturally and loves you just the way you are no wrath no nothing and it's basically taking away the gospel yeah and at the same time it's it's interesting but it kind of leaves people in this state of which is what our flesh wants which is we want to be the main point, you know, yeah. when you get, I mean, even if we talk about, you know, day to day life, you know, you're in traffic, somebody's in front of you. Why do you get ticked <laughs> off? Because you're the point you yeah. need to be at a place at a specific time. And why is, why are these things not working for your good? You know, yeah. in our mind. Yeah. It's not about uh, the other people and where they need to get to. It's about me. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's all about me. Yeah. And so the problem is that when you teach that, even when, when, when people already have this mentality mm-hmm. and then you give them this whole idea of you're the point to God, you're yeah. not helping. Right. Like, you are not. And that's, and that's something that, you know, it really had to come to terms with that's at, at, at one point, which is the gospel isn't really about, you are not the end of the gospel. It's not about ransoming and saving you as if that's what God wants to ultimately accomplish. Yeah. That's a part of something bigger. And unless, unless you are willing to recognize that you are not the point in your day to day life and you don't come to terms with that, then worship will even be just as hard because the point is outside of you. Yeah. And God is the point. So it's, it's the same thing. So even day-to-day life, you know, worshiping, you know, God through the way we live, you know, offering our bodies as living sacrifices, as, as Paul puts it, it's like, man, right now, God is sovereign over this traffic. And I need to die to my yeah. wanting to be king over this situation. And God is conforming me to the image of the sun. He's perfectly patient. I, this is a perfect opportunity for me to be patient and glorify him through the way that I, uh, you know, live out this situation. Yeah. And so, and worship in the singing thing is the same. It's like, why would we focus on ourselves when that's exactly one of our issues? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So why would you invite these people to think about their worth when that's all they want to think about? Yep. It's like, let's, let's think about, and that's what's the be- the beautiful part about the gospel. And that's where I think you really rob people from worship. The songs that hit me the most is when I understand um, my sinfulness and see God's love in spite of my sinfulness. Yeah. Or, Those are the songs that really stir me to worship. Yep. Where I'm like, I, man, that's so true. Like God loved me, you know, while I was a sinner. Yeah. Not because and- I'm amazing. And I think popular Christian music today, especially worship music, tries to capture that, but they they put it in God's love in a form of ooey gushy emotions 
Um, And they miss that in spite of the sinfulness. They miss the, in spite of um, how undeserving we are of it, um, they, it's, it's all just about the ooey gushy love. And like you said, that's not going to drive someone to worship. That's just going to puff people up about how, Oh, it makes me feel good to be loved. And certainly people need that. But when you think of a full circle of people coming to church, the first thing they should hear is you're a sinner. You need Jesus. They need to understand their need for forgiveness. So if they already understand the need for forgiveness, then um, when it comes to worship, it, they, they know they're loved. I mean, they, they shouldn't, I don't know, uh, <laughs> having that reminder of how undeserving we are makes the love so much different or so much, um, so much more than just saying you're loved no matter what, regardless yeah. of your, you know, when you don't put in the actions, the regardless of the actions, it's, um, what's that? What's the word? Um, it feels, uh, the, the man not deserved, <laughs> but, um, like, uh, entitled, it's a, it's an entitlement. I de- I deserve the love. I, you know, God loves me because He's a loving God. Why why shouldn't right. He love me? Whereas a reformed theology and 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 a worship song like Sovereign Love or well, it's not really, it's rock, you know. But the lyrics and the way you changed it is changing that th- that view, I guess, on love. Um, yeah. But uh, and I don't and remember. You, oh, go I'm ahead. Sorry. Which is ultimately, if you if you even just consider the Bible, right? You Mm -hmm. consider the full narrative, the full scope, Old Testament, New Testament. How, how much of it is it is like God specifically let us see the sinfulness of Israel. Yeah. The unfaithfulness of Israel. And that's, that's the majority of the whole scriptures. Yeah. And so it's like, why would we not want to communicate in the same way that God communicates to us through his word, which is, just a big chunk of showing us how every single person failed and failed and failed. Everybody mm-hmm. needs a savior. Israel abandons the covenant, leaves, wants to go back to slavery, you know, doesn't obey, doesn't book after book, you get to see the sinfulness of Israel. And that's yeah. what God preserved in his word to communicate to us. Yeah. And then we just want to, Ignore all of that because that's not that's not us, right? That that's yep. sinful Israel. Yep. You know, but then understanding, like, no, we are, you know, whether Jew or Gentile, cra- gra- uh, grafted into Israel. Yeah. Um, and it's it's the same story, you know. And so we need to understand that we are just like those Israelites yep. in the yeah. wilderness. Oh, exactly. And you are a part of that story. Yeah, Paul and starts that's out. When, that's when God's love in the, in, in, the, in the New Testament, whatever, and people like to think, it's like that's what God promised in the Old Testament would happen. Yeah. So it's not like a different type of God. You know, it's the same God. This is what he said he would do. And all the Old Testament was just showing us, is to show us how messed up man is. Yeah. And, and then God I, redeems us. And, and Paul even opens Romans like that, uh, you know, the very first chapter t- telling yeah. us how wretched man is, how, you know, evil, wicked, and at the core man yeah. is, you know, because of a fallen nature, we are all corrupt. 
and we're all mm-hmm. sinful. And, um, you know, I, I know that I don't think a lot of people really like to grasp that idea. Um, but that was, you know, for me drawing to reformed theology was, was that aspect of rather than teaching that, um, I mean, you know, that some, some other Christianity I feel like does teach it, but there's this, um, total depravity, you know, type of feeling or type of sense when it comes to man for reformed that draws me to that because, you know, for one, that's, I see that in myself. Oh yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm wretched even, even today. Um, there's something else I was, I thought of, you were talking about worth, uh, and it reminded me of, um, we talk about identity here on grace and full a lot. And something for me is like, instead of elevating and sh- talking about how worthy we are, or, or, or singing worship about our worth, the, the reality is the only worth that we have now as Christians is in Jesus because of his obedience and his work. Like we receive that righteousness, that holiness, that it's covered, you know, we become covered by him, that his, his, uh, because we are in him, we have the new identity and that's what's, that's what's worthy. Now I can consider myself worthy to enter his presence without being cleansed or without being, you know, well, I sinned on the way to church today. I don't know if I'm worthy to walk into, you know, that kind of mentality. Well, now we're worthy, but if you're going to be talking about, um, you know, salvation and, and trying to, especially in a seeker friendly church, like you were talking about, you know, I don't know. It, 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 it diminishes the, the work and it diminishes the story of the gospel. It really does. Or, yeah. or like, I like your word. It robs you of the gospel. You know, it does it. Um, but so, um, going more on to just to get to know you a little more, um, how did Jesus wannabes start and what is it? Is it you or is it a group or, um, just a side project is this for fun or, well, yeah. So it, it kind of just started with what I was with with what I was telling you about. Like, um, heard some some you know reformed Christian hip hop and and rap, and I just um, tried to. It was kind of more of an experiment, yeah. You know, and kind of get out the the uh, desire or passion that I have towards that kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, man, well, what if I tried that? And, um, but it never re- really was anything serious. It was just something I put up and it was same thing with the, with the sovereign love thing. I was like, I'm just going to put it up and you yeah. know, see what happens. And I even had my page. This is, this is, this is what kind of flipped everything, but my Facebook page, cause there's a bunch of other projects and things that I'm working on specifically. It's all in Spanish. We're serving. I mean, we live here in Mexico, and mm-hmm. so we want to serve our context. So we're doing a lot of stuff and planning on projects for uh, kind of la- more Latin America. But um, so I, I, I think it was like Monday, and I had a bunch of lists. Like I had a list in my head of things I have to do, and then you know I'm also swamped with things that I want to do, but I'm not doing. But you know, kind of I don't I don't know if it, if I even have time to do it. And right. I actually had my Facebook page programmed for deletion and I was going to delete that, all that stuff. Yeah. Like the, I was going to take down the two songs that I had up to just delete it. And I was like, 
this is not even doing anything. So why even have anything in the back of my head or on my hard drive right. <laughs> taking up space if I'm not even going to, you know, take it seriously. Yeah. Um, and I put it on deletion. It takes like four, I think it's 14 days to delete. And I think like four days in, I started getting all these like, 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 well, followers, anything, anybody following me on Instagram. I was like, that makes no sense. I do not use Instagram. Yeah. And then I started getting messages and I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> and so I started seeing, you know, somebody took the video, reposted it and added some little words to it. And like, I think it said uh, somebody fixed reckless love and it's epic. And that's what <laughs> kind of started yeah. getting more viral. And I was like, dang. And so I was like, man, that's, that's crazy. But I was like, you know, it's just a thing and it's going to stop, but it didn't stop. Like people just kept on writing me up, contacting me. And I was like, wow, this yeah. is, this might be something I shouldn't close. And maybe this is something I should maybe give more thought and pursue. And I guess as I've engaged with people and um, I've received multiple emails and comments and people more than praising the music, which would that, that's kind of what amazed me, amazed me most because there, there was, there were, there were people who would say stuff like, I don't even like metal, but I, I was just in tears after listening to this. Yeah. And they focused on the, on the lyrics and like what the song was saying. And I was like, like, wow. I mean, even, even with a kind of heavier, I mean, it's not that heavy, but I mean, for some people it would be right. Right. But but I, th that's just kind of what I was like, man, there's a lot of people that are being encouraged um, by this stuff. And and I've had this kind of just desire for redeeming a genre that, you know, we tend to think, you know, it's Satan's or whatever. It's like, <laughs> yeah. but we do that yeah. with everything. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. we do that. You know, social media is the devil is like. Like, no, like, why do we Christians have to you know, get in our little bubble and think, no, this is the only Christian stuff. Everything else is worldly. Right. And I just saw how just listening to those artists, you know, I listened to Shailen, beautiful eulogy. And I was like, man, these guys, they're doing amazing, um, making amazing art for the Lord. And yeah. in, in a genre that's, you know, not typical for people to think, oh, it's like, no, we would think, you know, think rap. Who do you think of? You know, you like rap icons or whatever. It's like, yeah. So, so I don't know. And, and so basically right now, I think with everything that's happened, I've already started to put this into my schedule right. to actually do something with it. Sure. You know? Yeah. I, I hope so. I really look forward to more of it. I, I was blown away, but I was like, oh man, there's only two songs. Oh man. They, I mean, it sounds really good. That was something else. A lot of people said music production sounds great. And a few people told me, oh, well, I'm not a metal fan or I wouldn't do that in church. I'm like, yeah, but still the lyrics. And there was even a guy that I was just like, he just kept going on and on about the, the legality of it. And I guess it was because they've had it posted in that group before, but he was going on and on. And I was like, dude, if you're not going to go read the lyrics or go listen to it, then you've missed the point. I mean, you know, not to be hateful here, but if, if you're not get, I feel like you're totally missing a, a huge thing. If you're, if you're not going to go read these lyrics, because you clearly don't care about someone changing and making a song theologically, biblically sound, 
you just care about the, the, the legalness of it. Well, you've missed the point. And, um, but it was still really good and I'm sad that it's taken down, but, um, hopefully in the future you guys can uh, figure something out about, uh, about that. Uh, maybe we'll, maybe I'll start a, uh, what do you call it? Like a commission or something to start, uh, contacting Corey Asbury and just flood his inbox to let it, ha- <laughs> let it, let it be okay. But, um, even still, I was, I was I'm sorry. I was, I was talking to another, um, uh, buddy yesterday actually. And yeah. And, um, I was actually just mentioning how people started asking like, Hey, you should fix this song. You should fix this other one. And I was like, <laughs> man, I don't want to be the guy. We don't want to be the people who are just known for grabbing people's songs and, you know, sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with like, you know, standing for truth and, you know, being controversial when, when, but I don't want to at the same time. I mean, for a lot of people, it was just hard. There's, I mean, it's not like a lot of, there was, I mean, most comments were, were super positive and encouraging. Right. But at the same time, it's like, oh, but I can see how people are going to struggle with, with this whole thing. So it's like, I, I, I was already thinking, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore or yeah. again i'm gonna stay stick to just creating original music uh, for yeah. the lord and with that same genre and hopefully you know um, i, th- you I know, think something al- and stuff so maybe even people would be interested in um like your version your sound uh of of actual covers like um i know cutlass did that you know they did a worship album and it was some of my favorite worship songs, but in a cutlass, hard, heavy, you know, rock sound. I mean, I would, I would love to hear, I like hearing, you know, songs outside of their genre, like oh, that doesn't fit, but I want to hear what this is going to sound like. Yeah. So even still, like it, it, it just sounded amazing just to hear that song in a metal, uh, genre, let alone the lyrics change. So even something like that, like, Oh, Hey, this is a good worship song. Let's take a Shane and Shane song and make it metal. I don't yeah. know if that would work, but, <laughs> but no, uh, you're doing really great things. Clearly you had some, uh, a lot, like you said, a lot of oh, people just Lord. take, uh, they, they, uh, started, uh, it started getting viral. Um, but that's, uh, you know, it happens and then, uh, things get taken down, <laughs> but, yeah. um, I really appreciate you uh, getting to. Oh, go ahead. At the same time, it's, it's kind of cool. You know, you just think. I mean, God's sovereign over that. So that's hey, that's true, man. <laughs> Things down. are going places. It's down. Yep. So uh, hopefully, we'll be seeing more from you uh, here soon or in the near future. At least some more originals up. But uh, I really appreciate you getting to talk with me for a little bit today. Um, <laughs> well, praise God, brother. Thank yeah. you so much for reaching out. Unfortunately, some of the interview with Jesus Wannabes was cut out because of recording problems, and uh, I wasn't able to recover it, and so we had to restart. But nonetheless, I hope you enjoyed that, and like I said, unfortunately, you can't go and listen to their song, their version of Sovereign Love, but they do have more music coming out. Hopefully soon, they do have another song called Just Christ on YouTube, so go follow them on YouTube, follow them on Facebook. And uh, don't forget to follow Grace in Full, and we'll see you next time.